Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Now, today is August the 28th and you'll hear a fun story about getting one over on your record label. That's coming up soon. But first as ever, let's cast our eye on some people who are born on this day. And we start with a bass player, a session bass player who played on tracks by people like the Mamas and Papas and the Carpenters and was the man playing bass on Simon and Garfunkel's legendary track Bridge Over Troubled Water. I'm talking about Joe Osborne, who was born on this day in 1937. Sadly, Joe passed away in 2018. Another man born on this day was Velvet Underground's Sterling Morrison. Founding member and guitarist, Sterling played on the band's first four records. He was born on this day in 1942, but died of cancer in 1995. And to today's main story, we look at someone else who was born on this day, but is very much still with us. Yes, born on this day in 1949 was former frontman with the Stranglers, Hugh Cornwell. Hugh is 73 years old today. He helped form the band and played with them right through their commercially successful period, scoring big hits with songs like No More Heroes, Always the Sun, Peaches, Strange Little Girl and, of course, Golden Brown. After 16 years and 10 studio albums with the group, he felt the band could go no further artistically and he left the group. He since went on to record and release a whole host of solo records and wrote a number of books as well. I managed to catch him a few times in concert over the years and I've always enjoyed his sets. Now, I've managed to interview Hugh a couple of times for radio stations I worked at previously. I've never managed to coax him to coming on to Vintage Rock Pod, though, but maybe one day. So I thought I'd dig out an old clip where he talks about getting one over on his old record label. Well, Strange Little Girl was um, a song that... um had been written about uh, four or five years before it was um, recorded and released by um, the fifth member of the Stranglers called Hans Wermling. And he was a guy that I was at, um, I was in a band with uh, in Sweden and he taught me how to play electric guitar. So um, he was, he was sort of a, a, you know, um, very, um, he was one of my mentors, if you could say for music Mm. in the early days. And uh, he could play piano and saxophone. And uh, when he came over to join the Stranglers at the beginning, um, he was uh, playing the piano. And one day he came up with this beautiful piece of um, piano music. And we wrote the song uh, together uh, that afternoon. And it was Strange Little Girl. Um, and we rec- it was recorded um, as a demo. And then we sent it off to the record label EMI uh, with a couple of other songs. And they, of course, rejected it. Um, and then a few years later, when uh, we'd come to the end of our contract with EMI and we wanted to move on, um, we, uh, it, it occurred to me in my perverse sense of humor that um, <laughs> it might be nice that they wanted one more song they could release after Golden Brown had been a hit. Uh, they wanted one more song to release that they thought could, uh, they could um, get some of their money back um, before we left. So um, I thought it would be a funny idea to offer them Strange Little Girl again. And of course, by that time, the people who had moved on, who'd rejected it, and they said, this is great, we'll have that. So we had this bizarre situation where a song that that had been rejected by a record company five years earlier was released by them gladly five years later, and it became a very big hit. So um, it uh, it was poetic justice, really. 
Certainly was, and it's a tremendous tune, as you say, and it was a nice fitting end to, to your time with EMI. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then we moved on from that, and the, and it, it was it was actually a perfect follow up to Golden Brown. Mm. I mean, it just uh, sit, sat in perfectly. Former Stranglers frontman Hugh Cornwell there. Well, that's it for August 28th. No This Day Rocks episode tomorrow. Instead, I've got a big interview show for you. It's episode 70, in fact, where I speak to a man who is part of Jefferson Starship for the band's entire existence right through to their Starship We Built This City phase when he decided to get out of there. And before that as well, he played with Rod Stewart on his first three or four studio albums as well. So plenty of great stories from my guest tomorrow. But that is for that episode, episode 70. So until then, take care.